Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things we've seen, heard, or read, to what we did, and what we do. You know, stuff and junk. Hello, my name is Albert. This is Jami. Uh, so there was this uh, statement that was that I heard when I was listening to NPR, and one of them said, "Oh, it's like we're living in th- in three movies, mm-hmm. you know." And I think his examples were uh, Mike Judge, Spike Lee, and Michael Bay. I think was his example. Okay. So I thought I thought we'll do the same. We'll try and see. We'll try and come up with three movies uh, that will describe the current era we have right now, which is essentially uh, coronavirus, mm-hmm. uh, Black Lives Matter versus police brutality. And Donald Trump. Oh All right. So, did you do the homework? Of course not. I did two out of three. I can't come up with the third one. Okay. Uh, why don't you go for the what? first one? I'll do oh, is you only, you only did two out of three. I seen like you only did like. I only thought, thought of two six movies. movies. Oh, oh, one for each category. No, I was gonna do like 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 three sets of the three movies. Oh, I thought like three movies. <laughs> All right. What's the first? Well, let me see if it fits first. What's the first one? Uh, what's the first? Uh, there is so, no first one. So, oh, okay. I mean, the, I, I could go and just do one if you want. No, no. The one I, I'll just mention the movie I thought of the first one. The, okay. The, the one I thought of uh, immediately, every time I see one of uh, uh, Donald Trump's spokesmen go on CNN or MSNBC, they talk about, you know, how they want to reopen everything or, you know, how they minimize the loss of life and stuff like that. It yeah. reminds me of Dr. Strangelove. You know what I mean? Okay. You, you see Dr. Strangelove, right? Yeah, yeah. The one with the George, especially the George C. Scott character, mm-hmm. where he mentions, like, uh, the, how the nuclear annihilation, if they strike first, you wipe out like six million people tops you know what i mean and right. he does it with a smile and a grin and there's like no empathy and there's no remorse there's no value in human life that's the thing i, I think about the uh the most every time i see one of those trump's guys on, on tv and stuff and also not just the way they speak but just based on the behavior of you know of the trump administration how little they care about human life how the complete disregard of human life uh, that's what i thought of so this, this will fit in the donald trump category yeah exactly so how about either coronavirus or blm versus police the 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 uh, this, this is this is an obvious one and it goes back away the the Black Lives Matter uh, the police thing it's of course uh, Spike Lee's do the right thing you know okay, what I mean yeah. it just reminds it, it it was it's summer it's uh, the 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 people the neighborhood versus the police and stuff like that and when the police come it's one of the, it's just it's just it ha- this movie came out like thirty years ago but it's still relevant today because the police come and they're supposed to make things better they're supposed to de-escalate things you know what I mean right but they end up you know making things much worse they end up killing an innocent person and stuff like that do the right thing for, from Spike well Lee. I mean they'll de-escalate it if you're white but you know yeah <laughs> and how about the coronavirus besides the, the besides the most obvious one ah, the most yeah the obvious one is contagion obviously yes, and stuff yes. like that ah, that's the one I had trouble with. What's a coronavirus? What's your coronavirus one? Could just well, I, I, have, I have three. Okay. So, so what I, the one I have for coronavirus is 12 Monkeys. There, oh, come on. Yeah, that's come on. 12 Monkeys. So, it comes from, so Bruce Willis comes from the future to go oh, back to... 12 Monkeys. I'm sorry. For some reason, when you said monkey, my dyslexic brain thought of outbreak. I thought you said outbreak. I'm oh, sorry. okay. 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 Yeah, 12 Monkeys. Okay. 12 I, Monkeys. I, yeah. I like Bruce Willis comes from the future to go to the past to figure out where the virus starts that, that, that wiped out humanity yeah. and whatnot. And so I thought, like, okay, I'm sure there's somebody in the future who's going to come back here to the past to figure out where COVID-19 came from. Yeah. Well, did you see that? that this is also a famous tweet from the night that uh, Donald Trump won the presidency. The tweet is basically, oh, so we so it's 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 decided. Nobody's ever actually nobody nobody's ever actually invented time travel because if they did, they come back to this night and prevented this. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, yeah. But I think like in, like in Twelve Monkeys thing, I think it was less about was it about uh, uh, changing history or was it about just finding out what happened? <sighs> it's been a while since I saw it. 
I just the thing I remember about Twelve Monkeys, it ended up being like a bait and switch where he ended what he ended up trying to do. Wait, no, no, I forgot too. Yeah, well, I, I don't really want to spoil it too much. Either. Yeah, but but here's a little bit of trivia. Uh-huh. Uh, back when Comic Con used to San Diego Comic Con used to have like, a, well, they have a film festival, right? Mm-hmm. But before they used to just randomly show like sci-fi, comic book team movies, twenty four seven. Well, not twenty four seven because it's a four day weekend. Mm-hmm. So twenty four four. Does that make sense? Sure. But anyways, um, this was when I did not have a hotel room. I literally went there. Oh, okay. And and after the sh- the show is over, we went went to the gas lamp. We went to the bar, the restaurants, mm-hmm. whatever. You were and a hobo. I was a hobo. Uh-huh. And, you know, basically, I'm the stereotypical nerd who just like I wasn't yeah. camping at the whole age because this is pre whole age, yeah. right? But we had to find some place to stay while we wait for the next day open. Yeah. We ended up at the most logical place for us, if I can think of, was the the twenty four hour movie room. Oh, right? Yeah. So we literally went to the movie t- movie room over there, which was at a hotel, mm-hmm. right? And uh, a hotel, um, whatever. But anyway, so so they had seats. We sat in there. There's maybe like a dozen or so other people that, were, that was there. And they were showing 12 Monkeys. Oh, and that yeah. was the very first time I saw 12 Monkeys was in that place, Oh, really? Okay. The situation. And I, and I believe I actually stayed awake throughout the whole thing, even though my friends were already asleep. Because this was like at 2 in the morning. Oh, my God. Right? So I actually stayed up 2 in the morning watching 12 Monkeys. So you were actually able to stay uh, awake for like over 24 hours? It was an interesting movie. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh. Well, no, it wasn't. I think after that, I, I dozed off. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's been yeah. a long time. All right. So oh, I thought the coronavirus movie. Okay. Uh, the yeah. Simpsons. The Simpsons. The Simpsons. Well, the Simpsons movie. They had the Springfield domed up, domed off, right? Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of like what's going on right now. You know, why right? did the? I, I don't remember why did they have a yeah, dome off. That's the thing. What's the reason? I think wasn't it the case where they thought uh, Springfield was dangerous, so the government domed them off from society? Was that was that was that what, it, what the plot was? Did it relate to the first thing where it was Green Day and then there was like tox- toxicity in the lake or something like that? Why did they dome off? I think because they, 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 the, the rest of the world concluded that Springfield was dangerous. Because they were like the epicenter for all the bad things that's happened in the world. Uh, all the bad things happened coming from Springfield or whatever. Anyway, yeah. Okay, so that's my... Uh, so that, my that cr- doesn't really work then. But it still <laughs> dome me off. I'm just talking about isolation and stuff like that. How about that? Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isolation. That's what I'm saying. Isolation and stuff yeah. like that. Okay, so there you go. Uh, another one that's also coronavirus theme that I found. Zombieland. Yeah. Zombieland virus spread, people are getting infected, becoming zombies. And yeah. the, the attitude with the people in the movie is that they're so blasé about it. Like yeah. they have their own little like, oh, this is how we take care of it, and this is how we handle that, it. You that's know. what I was gonna say. It, Zombieland, but it's a little bit more of a jokey joke kind of. A, it's right. more of a comedy. Anything but else. then people nothing funny about this this real life. Yeah, but, but people in, in the world are treating it like a joke. Yeah, you know. So so it, I kind of like, oh yeah, I guess yeah. it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like they 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 think they can they know how to handle. The, the virus, but they really don't. It's a, that kind of situation. And then going back to your isolation thing, uh, Disturbia. Have you seen Disturbia with Shia LaBeouf? Yes, yes. Yes. So isolation. He's uh-huh. stuck in the house because uh-huh. he's house arrested, mm-hmm. right? And then and then there are people outside that he's watching because he can't leave the house. It's rear window, basically. It's rear window. Yeah. It is a, it is technically a remake of rear window, yeah. right? Right. And and he's he sees a crime, but he can't he can't figure out what to do with it because he's stuck in the house. Yeah, he's on house arrest. Yeah. Yeah, so so it is like that. It is the isolation of being in the house, and the whole world passes you by, and you're kind of like, I'm staying home because COVID. Oh, I thought of something else too. Okay, uh, this mentioned this is mentioned with any with every administration, but the one in the movie, uh, Wag the Dog. Wag the dog, yeah. yeah, so yeah. Good. That's for a good one for part, yeah. the Trump administration. Well, it, you can apply it to almost any administration because Wag the Dog. The premise of Wag the Dog is uh, the government uh, covertly 
set up these uh what do you call it? they it's like it's smoke and mirrors they they distract you the public uh, by having some sort of false flag thing you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah. to take attention away from what the real problem the real issues are and stuff like that it just reminds me of trump what he does every day when he gets on a, on a microphone when he gets on a podium you know he mentions we just mentioned earlier he mentioned he talked about like uh, kung fu or you know china uh, wuhan virus he says those inflammatory things to take away attention away from the fact that his administration can't do any you know testing uh, on a mass scale way and contact tracing and all that stuff so yeah well, uh, well, well i mean one, one of the biggest things was like like the obamagate thing he brought up Obamagate just to distract everybody from all the problems in the world, yeah. like the coronavirus and the... And I also remember 100 years like ago, and when I say 100 years ago, earlier this year, remember we launched some missiles at Iran for some reason and stuff like that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Around the time when they're doing the impeachment stuff, you know what I mean? So yeah, why did that? Yep, yep. Okay, so those are my picks for um, coronavirus. Um, for BLM versus police brutality, uh, <laughs> Viva Vendetta. Uh, there you go. Yeah, you know, which is about like an authoritarian police state world mm-hmm. and kind of thing, and 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 they're trying to like fight against yeah. that kind of thing. So exactly, that's that's a uh, very loosely. Uh, that's a little bit works. loose. <laughs> the thing is, the problem is when I said do the right thing, that really nails the head on. on All right, on, right, right. But I, want, yeah. I wanted. To, I, I was going to also choose Selma, but I think that's a little too obvious yeah. too. You know? Yeah. I tried to go off the book a little yeah. bit here. Well, we tried to lean more towards uh, fiction. You know what I mean? Not necessarily. Really? Yeah, I just, I just wanted to try not to pick the most obvious ones. How dare you? Go ahead. <laughs> Do the right thing, man. Very relevant. Do the right thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's relevant. All right. What's next? Uh, you Were Never Really Here. The Joaquin Phoenix movie. From, oh, that I came out that. like late la- late 2018, I believe. 2019? I don't think I've seen that one. Uh, that's the one where he's an, an, an ex-military. He's a, vet, he's a veteran. And he he does like... like not really missions, but he does he does jobs like mm-hmm. random jobs. And in this particular job, he was supposed to look for uh for a kidnapped senator's daughter or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And and I don't want to spoil it too much, but 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 saying that things he, things don't go according to plan. Well, yes and no. <laughs> it, it becomes it. Okay, I guess it is kind of like a spoiler because I, I, there's no way around it. Why I chose this movie, yeah. but from from a case where it seemed like it was just like. Uh, they kidnap her into uh, a child prostitution kind of thing, which I guess it's like yeah. happening with the uh, anonymous leak of the Trump administration and the uh, Jeffrey Epstein thing. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, so that right. So, so when what when, when, when he rescued her, it finds out that the cops were actually involved with making sure that this thing happens, mm-hmm. and then the politicians were actually also involved keeping this alive as well, mm-hmm. right? So he now now it isn't just a case of him rescuing the girl. He, now it's a case of him trying to trying to avoid getting killed by the police mm-hmm. and by the politicians who like to have this side criminal activity thing mm-hmm. going on, you know. So yeah, it, it's actually a very artistic movie, very low in dialogue, a lot of visual, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it, it's good. It's on uh, it's on Amazon Prime. It's on Amazon. Watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in my queue. Okay, uh, another one for BLM versus police brutality. <laughs> Batman Year One. Mm-hmm. Batman Year One. Oh, that's right, yeah. If you remember, if you remember the plot of Batman Year One, Gotham is like a very corrupt city. Yeah. Police are corrupt. The mm-hmm. politicians are corrupt. And mm-hmm. then Batman is just trying to... It's like Viva Vendetta. Yeah. But, but yeah, so Batman Year One, it actually... It's actually, it's it's actually, actually it's a yeah. pretty good example. Yeah. That's one of the one. I mean, they always say this for Batman, but like Gotham's a, a real character. But in the in the Batman Year One, Gotham City is an actual character in the story. You know, It actually has an arc, you know what I mean? It's it's a very corrupt, you know, like you said, it's a very corrupt thing. And then Batman, also Jim Gordon, comes in and try and fixes things. Yeah, yeah, and he gets a, he gets a lot of pushback from the local cops because yeah. the blue line, 
right? So, so yeah. So, yeah, it's actually a lot more apt than you think. So, yeah, check it out. Batman Year One, which I think DC Universe has it, right? Yeah, DC Universe, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and for my and, and those are my BLM versus police brutality stuff. Uh, for the my Donald Trump one, uh, this one should be obvious. Mm-hmm. Idiocracy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Idiocracy. No, that's the layup one. Yeah. Idiocracy yeah. is the is the future where people are just dumb. Yeah. Right. And, and they do they're doing dumb things. Even the president is kind of dumb and yeah. kind of thing. So it's an exaggeration. And I, I and honestly I thought it was a little over the top, a little too over the top. But mm-hmm. it's it's a social commentary yeah. or a social. Ca- Satire. Mm-hmm. Uh, to your example with the wag the dog thing, uh, the movie Dick. Have you ever seen Dick? Oh, no, I think I saw Dick. Yeah, not I Vice, saw. but Dick. I know I saw Dick. I've seen Dick. Dick uh, had uh, Kristen Dunst, right? Kristen Dunst and Michelle girl? Williams. Is that what? Yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah. Okay. And and uh, and Nixon was played by Dan Hidea, I believe. I think so. Yeah. So essentially, these two ditzy teenage girls mm-hmm. somehow get involved with the whole Watergate thing. Right. Like, like the, the comedy here is that they're deep throat. Right. They're the ones that discovered the, the Watergate scandal. They're the ones that, 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 that were part of the missing 19 minutes or whatever. Right. So they kind of they cover it's that. It's kind of like Rosencrantz and Gildersleeve. Remember that, that format mm-hmm. where it's like Rosencrantz and Gildersleeve, they follow... To, it's also like C three PO and uh, R2D2, yeah. yeah, it's like you follow sort of like a secondary, or not even like secondary, like minor characters through this major worldly event, but you see it through their eyes and stuff. But yeah, I remember seeing Dick. Uh, yeah. It came out a long time ago. That's like twenty years ago, I think, right? Yeah, nineties, I believe. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was it was fun, and and yeah, it corruption and politicians, blah 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 mm-hmm. blah blah, self explanatory. And uh, my other one, well, I think I have two more two more choices. I'll do that one first because mm-hmm. there's an irony here. Sure. Absolute power. Clint Eastwood finds the president doing something wrong and now has to fight against it. I vaguely remember. Vaguely this. remember. It's, not, yeah. it's not a very memorable movie. Yeah. But uh, the, the president does a crime and Clint Eastwood was the witness to it and mm-hmm. you now he has to like like fight off bad people. Right. Okay. Which is ironic because, you know, sure. Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Talk We're, to the chair. Yeah. And was Clint Eastwood, <laughs> were they fighting like little Asian kids or little black kids? In the was, was he fighting off minorities in that one? Get off the lawn. <laughs> I know. Okay. But my actual real uh, other choice is Watchmen. Watch oh, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. the Zack Snyder movie Watchmen. Uh, the book, based on the book by Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons. But yeah, it is essentially is like the, like my example with, uh, with Batman Year One. You know, yeah. it, it does show a lot of uh, corruption in the cops and whatnot, but but this one focused a lot more on the Nixon character. Once again, Nixon. Yeah. So I said, huh? Are all my examples involving Nixon? Yeah, a lot of them. Oh no, Dick, absolute power. No, no, no. I guess it's just Dick. Well, but, the thing is, for the longest time, Nixon was the epitome of corruption in government, right? You know, all you know, the art. Not anymore. Yeah. I have I that know, rule. I have that title now. In the next 10, 15 years. That's that's gonna be replaced by Trump. I mean, I, I mean, there's just no way around it. There's no mean? way around it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, Watchmen. Uh, I know it focused on the the heroes and whatnot, but it also showed the society that that this. I mean, in this universe, Nixon abolished the uh, the, the the term limits for the yeah. president, mm-hmm. and he's in his third term. You know, yeah. and which is something that, that Trump talks about doing in the John Bolton book. Yeah. He actually mentioned like, oh, don't worry, you know, you're gonna see me out of me because I think the Americans are ready for 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 them not having any more term limits, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. So, so yeah, it, it, it's there. There you go. Good times. Movies that describe the era of today. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks for listening. 
My name is Albert. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. You can follow me on the Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-O-U. Leave a comment on our Twitter, Instagram page, Facebook page, or the website itself. Leave a voicemail if you're there. Uh, show your support if you like. There are free options. Head over to whowhatworswhy.com slash support to find out how and support Black Lives Matter. Uh, music has been provided by the Y Access. All the links and information can be found on whowhatworswhy.com as well as the show notes. Before we go, let me give you guys a re- recommendation. In the previous episode, a few episodes ago, I was complaining that video games have way too many violent content. People should try to figure out <laughs> games that doesn't have violence in it. Oh, whatnot. man, Albert. Or complaining about violence on these video games. <laughs> it doesn't have to be all about pew, pew, bang, 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 pew, pew, you know. So I, I recently played uh, several games because uh, I like adventure games and whatnot. Point you played adventure. the Pac-Man. <laughs> nice, wholesome I, fun. Actually, I have played Pac-Man there recently, you, you know. Uh-huh. But anyways, uh, Night School Studios, which is a game studio, they they recently made games uh, Oxenfree and After Party. Oxenfree came out, mm, I would say, three years ago, and After Party came out last year, right? Ox- they're both adventure games where essentially it's a story-based game, and and you leave, you go through the story, and you make choices and decisions sure. and whatnot. Oxenfree has a story where where you're you're uh you go to an uh, an island after hours, and yeah. And and to have a, like a beach thing, no. and emotions start happening, like oh yeah, and all that stuff. And then, and then something happens in the island, and okay. it goes through this whole thing mm-hmm. where where you have to solve the mystery and whatnot. Sure, of the island and kind of <laughs> who gave me crabs? <laughs> no, well, not that kind of mystery. <laughs> oh, okay. So like, it's a really good game. It's a really good game. You can you can you can you can play through it in like for in a three hour setting. Gotcha. You know, it's 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 really fun. Uh, and also, it's multiple endings based on oh. your decisions of the story. <laughs> it will. It will give you a certain kind of ending. Do I get crabs? Do I get herpes? Not that kind. And then the other story-based game that they made recently is called After Party. It's basically you died. You and your best friend died, mm-hmm. and you're in hell. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. I think they won violent games. It's not yeah. violent. Yeah. It's, it's still a talking Wait, game. Wait, you guys died at the same time? You guys both go to hell together? Well, that's part of the mystery, too. Like, how'd you die? How'd you, yeah. get, how'd you end up in hell? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So they find out Are that you guys if... soulmates? Why are you guys they, going They find together? out yeah. that if they can out-party Lucifer, <laughs> Lucifer can... Bring you back to Earth, right? So yeah. you, you go on this quest in hell uh-huh. to try and out-party Lucifer by going through all these little tasks and meeting up with certain people. And and it has one of the most outrageous uh, final acts that I've ever seen in a video game where I'm like, what? It really, it really caught me off guard. And I'm like, it's definitely worth a play. Yeah. yeah. And those are two games where it doesn't involve pew, pew, bang, 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 pew, pew, pew. But one does involve sexy time, so all right. No, no, I think neither one of them involved. Yeah, island, mysterious island. Yeah. Well, no, but anyways, yeah. So that's Night School Studios, uh, Austin Free, and After Party. You can play them on on Steam or Epic Game Store and you know other stuff. Oh, Xbox, PlayStation. You get it. I believe Switch also has these games too, actually. So yeah, find them online. All right, this was episode 312 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Worst Why Network. Until next time, America.